Yo, yo, yo. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Isaac. And this is your boy, Bryce. And we are Brothers on Tennis. And folks, we have had an incredible week of tennis. I mean, just tournaments all over the place. We had three on the men's side. We had three on the women's side. And Bryce, I tell you what, we saw some pretty uh, familiar faces uh, in those finals, didn't we? We did. I mean, this was, like we say, or like the kids say, uh, you know, a week for the culture. I mean, I, I don't pretend to be a, a tennis historian, but you and I were talking earlier. I mean, I just don't know when was the last time, or if ever, that's really the question, have we had four people, four players of African descent, right, who were all in a tour-level final the same weekend? Exactly. And um, I'm I'm thinking at the height of you know Venus and Serena days and like you were saying Monfils and Sanga and all. I don't think we ever had a weekend where like all four of them were like in finals, especially right. for different finals. Exactly. So I I just continue to think and and love to see really the impact that I think a lot of this still has to do with the Venus and Serena impact, right? I think so many of the people of color that are playing today were motivated and inspired by the two of them. And we're really starting to see consistent fruits of that influence on the tours. Absolutely, bro. It was amazing to see. And honestly, folks, if you don't know who we're talking about, again, we had three men on the I mean, three on the men's side of uh, uh, people of color and one on the ladies side. Uh, Paul Paulini, excuse me, uh, was in a final um, as well as Ben Shelton, Monfils, Gael Monfils and Arthur Fees. And man, oh, man, Bryce, it was an exciting, exciting weekend of tennis. I loved every drop of it. So which one do you want to start with? Oh, man, that's always a fun because <laughs> um, because, you know, let's 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 give our let's start off with um, uh, the one with uh, Arthur Fees. OK, um, I figure because the other two, in my opinion, are are really kind of some monumental things that we want to talk about. So we'll talk about uh, the one with Fees and Bublik in the finals. Right. Well, and and coming into this match, you know, um, this is one of the ones that it was a shame they were playing each other because I like both guys. Uh, you know, when we got a chance to spend a little time with Bublik, you know, you just got a chance to see how good his personality is and how much fun he is. And, and I like him. And we have our good friend Rick, who is crazy about all things Bublik. Um, so. I was happy for him, but of course I wanted to see Thies do well. Uh, Thies is still the youngest player in the top 50 mm-hmm. on the, the men's tour. So he has really had a breakout season this year. Um, but the thing that scared me going into this match is one of the, the strengths to me of Arthur Thies is his consistency. Right. His consistency of shot and the ground strokes, and he's just very compact and, and in there, right? Bublik? He's I don't know what to say about the guy. <laughs> no, no. And and he has more offensive weapons. He's more unpredictable. Um, just as easily as he can blow you off the court, he can completely give you the match. 
Correct. So my fear was if Bublik was on one, Thief wasn't going to be able to do anything. But there was going to be the potential that he wasn't going to be on one and Thief would be consistent enough to win. But right. watching the match, I tell you what, they both played really well. Yes. Uh, even did. in a loss, I think Thief played really well. I would agree with that. Yeah, I thought he played well. Again, Bublik, like you said, when Bublik is playing at his top level, he he is a top, top player. I mean, he really can yeah. beat uh, just about anybody on the court. Um, so, yeah, and he came out and he really had himself focused because even the commentator was saying it. There's always that chance. There's always right. that chance that Bublik can can, you know, kind of lose it mentally and go away. And unfortunately for Arthur Feast on the day, he did not have one of those days um, right. on, on Championship Sunday. So, um, right. but Arthur played a great match. And 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 lest we forget um, what it took Arthur Feast to get there, he took out um, perennial top ten, top five player in Stefano Sisipas. And honestly, Bryce, I thought that was a tremendous victory on Arthur Feast's part. That was ex that was exciting. That was a huge win for him. Uh, anytime you get a top 10 scalp, that's a good thing. Even though, you know, Fifi Pasta's scalp is being massaged elsewhere uh, these days. Um, and that is, and I think it's shown up in his results, actually, because of that. But uh, Fifi was able to take advantage of that, and he played a very, very solid match. And uh, it was very, very tight. But these wins, these victories have to, just be doing huge things for his confidence right now, right? Absolutely. 19 years old. I mean, come on, man. If you are doing that and making that type of, of wave and, and causing that much damage at 19, right. uh, to me, it, just, <laughs> it, it speaks volumes about his potential. And I am loving everything that I see about Arthur Feast right now. Right. And you know what? And I want him to continue to take his time on his ascent up the rankings because um i believe once he gets there and when i mean gets there i see him as a top 10 player uh he'll be there for a while right and right. and i think i think arthur will be in the top 10 in the next two years i i agree with that i absolutely agree with that again you know we were talking a long time ago when sabalenka we were talking about who she gonna push out because she gonna make her way into that top right 10. right exact same way about Arthur Peace. He is going to move some gentlemen out the way. He's going to be like, sorry, mm -hmm. you, you go on, get out the way because yeah. this is my spot. So I see that happening very much. Well, they're preparing for him because they already moved all the Americans out. <laughs> Just about. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, well, I think you got you Fritz, Fritz, Fritz hanging on at number nine. But um, yeah, <laughs> I know where you're going. I mean, we will have somebody entering that pretty soon. <laughs> right. But I don't know if you if you saw that or not. But for the first time, I guess, since what, 1997 or something, we've got four mm -hmm. guys in the top 15 in Ben right. Sheldon, Tommy, Paul, Taylor Fritz and, and Francis Tiafo. So, again, you know, American men, they're doing their thing. But, yeah, there's about to be some leapfrogging. That's about that. right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You, you know, as much as I love the American men, um, there's just something about almost all of their games that for me keeps them from being like what I consider like top five people. Absolutely. You know, and to me, there's a, there is, there's as big of a difference sometimes between six and 10 and one and five than the top 10 and the top 50. 
Absolutely. Um, yep. And and just when I look at Fritz's game, when I look at Tiafo's game, when I look at Tommy Paul's game, when I look at who who's the other one? Um, well, the other one is Ben Shelton right now. Oh, Ben. Well, Ben Ben is the one exception. I think Ben is the one who has the offensive weapons. He's got the upside. And he is going to be the one that is in the top ten. I think he's going to be the one that's in the top five for sure. But those other ones, even quarter, I was watching quarter's match today against, um, was it Lehechka? Was that who he was playing? No. Who was quarter playing today? Um, I forget. Because I did see the Lehechka, but it wasn't quarter. Um, um, yeah, I forget. He, I um, yeah, he was playing. Um, I said quarter, right? Yeah, correct. Y'all, y'all we do this stuff in real yes. time, as yes, you can yes. tell. <laughs> um, well, anyway, there was somebody that quarter was playing. That's right, Kalahechka beat um, uh, J- our other guy, JJ. Yeah, Wolf. JJ Wolf. There you go. Yeah, yeah but yeah. oh, quarter, he lost to Etchenberry. Oh yeah, Etchenberry. There, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. When when I when I saw that, um, man, I was like, for all we talk about how nice quarter strokes look and how you know good a game he has and what a good pedigree he comes from, there's always something that doesn't quite connect for me with him in terms of winning, in terms of me seeing him as somebody who is just going to be a consistent winner. Hmm. You know. Okay. On the tour, yeah. I, I I don't I I I just I just don't see that a lot. So, mm-hmm. um, but but with Ben Shelton, mm-hmm. I think Ben is is he is someone that people didn't see coming on the American side. And what I mean by that is, yeah, they knew of him because they know of his dad and they saw what he was doing in college. But I don't think they thought he was going to make as quick of a, of an impact on the men's tour. As he has. Correct. I don't think that they, yeah, they saw the nice results from college, but they were like, yeah, it's going to take him a while to transition that game to the 18th. Mm-hmm. And, and Ben was like, no, no, it's not. <laughs> he's like, my, my, my firepower is good on every level. And, yep. and, and he's quick witted. He's his quick thinking. He knows how to use his leftiness. He knows how to use his power. Again, we've talked about about Ben Shelton, you know, in length. Ben has that X factor. Ben is a top oh, yeah. five player, and he will be a top five player. Barring any energy, any injuries, Ben yeah. Shelton will most definitely be contending for Grand Slams against Carlos Alcaraz, against Sinner, against Runa. He will be right there with those guys, battling it out mm-hmm. to take Grand Slam titles. I absolutely believe that. Well, and it seems like we've kind of transitioned to the other final, yes. which was the final that I was probably most torn in mm. uh, because it was Ben Shelton against who I like to call, you know, the person that we found. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Aslan Karatsev. Uh, and it was good to see him playing his brand of tennis again, right? Exactly, Bryce. I mean, it's so good. Aslan's, his tennis is just, I, I I love his tennis. I love his brand of tennis, those laser yeah. shots. He is just, he's just someone I enjoy watching play tennis. I just, just simply put, I enjoy watching him. Anytime he is on, I watch his matches because I just like watching him play. 
And right. again, one of the cleanest ball strikers uh, in the game on the men's side for mm-hmm. sure. Um, but unfortunately for him, Ben was having none of it and he was giving him all of it. <laughs> Absolutely. All of this in this fight. And Bryce, it was a 500. Level. I know. I know. And I'll be honest with you. I was actually hoping that Karatsev won because mm. you know, we have these, we always talk about who kind of needs it more at yeah. that moment. Yeah. And I, I feel like Ben is already on this rise up. If he lost in the finals of a 500, that was still an amazing result for him, right? Right, right. Kar- Karachev, I'm wanting to see him get back on the road. So if he could have won the title, that would have been my preference. But of course, I am not in any way upset that, you know, Ben Shelton won the title. And actually, I'm very impressed because let's be very clear. Karachev rolled through some people yeah, this yeah. week. Yeah, it you is. know, seriously, crazy man, just crazy, crazy. I mean, both he and Aslan had great tournaments up to that point, and um, you know, and, and, and wasn't this the tournament where Ben played Corda? Was it wasn't wasn't it this tournament? I thought that they had played in mm. one of the rounds. If I wasn't mistaken, let me go and I... check that out. Um, once again, folks, this is we do this in real time, you know. In real time, people. Yes, we do. Um, oh, no, remember. no, no. I apologize. No, he played uh, Terrell Daniels. Then he beat yes. George Thompson. Then he mm-hmm. beat Paul. Then Marcos Giron, which, by, I, okay, special shout out to Marcos Giron. Let, right. Let's, <laughs> let's give a shout out to Mar- Marcos Giron had him a tournament this week. Yes, he did. And he yes, gave he did. him all that he could handle. In that he in that did. semifinal, Marcus Giron played some good tennis, Bryce. He did. I mean, it's you know what I I think there's been a change in his camp. Matter of fact, I know there has been, but I just don't know the details off the top of my head. I think he has yeah. a new coach. Uh, even if you follow him on on social media, he's making you know you know himself more of a presence on social media because right. he's a you know we've met him several times and have interviewed him a couple of times. You know, he he has a very sweet kind of understated personality. And I don't think it's part of his personality to just put himself out there like that. So I think he's kind of forcing himself to do that. All the while, really trying to take his game to the next level. So, and he, look, let's be clear. He's probably looking at these other Americans and be like, they really ain't, they ain't serious. (laughs) They not they 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 not serious. I can really get up in this mix with this bunch, uh-huh. and he showed that he could. But the other thing I want to add on this, Isaac, is yeah. Ben Shelton is showing he ain't got no problem beating other Americans. Not at all. It, yeah, not at all. He he definitely relishes the opportunity of playing other Americans <laughs> and establishing that you know. Here's why, I, here's why I am. Here's that pecking order. Here's why I am. Mm-hmm. Now, can you come right. and get some of this? Um, <laughs> <laughs> right? Come get some of this. If you want some of it, come get some. And right. That, again, is why I love Ben Sheldon, because he's not shying away from anything. And that, to me, is, again, that's what weighs into that X factor, man. You've got to right. have that that mindset of, I mean, anybody scared of you. I bring right. it. Bring and, it. And I wonder, does any of that come from... You know, maybe being used to playing against Americans on the collegiate tour. On the collegiate side, that's right. Right. So, I mean, we've talked a number of times about how when players on a tour play people from their own country, there are all these additional and extra elements 
right. that come into play, but apparently not for Ben Shelton. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't care whether you Tommy Paul, Tiafo, you know, Jerome, you know, look, come get some. Come get some. I'm trying to get my W's. And that's what right. matters. And that, again, is why I give him the X factor, because he does not care about any of that. All he cares about is what's going on on his side of the court and maximizing his potential. And to me, he's like, I'm going to let everything else speak for itself. You know, right. yeah, he's brash. Yeah, he does all the come ons and everything. But you know what? Hey, if you don't like it, do something about it. And that's what well, he's daring you to do is like, come get something in. You know what? And I'm not trying to start nothing. I'm going to go ahead and put it out here. I read this. I didn't I didn't write it. I just read it. And it made me go, hmm. Somebody said, have you ever noticed that, and especially in tennis, when black folks are very outward and brash and, you know, whatever, it's an issue. Right. But we can run the list of other players that do the same thing, if not worse, and it's just like that's just how they are. Passionate, yeah, they're passionate. They the whole thing, and so when you really look at the things that Ben Shelton has done on court, and you compare them to your McEnroe's and your Curioses and all that kind of stuff, it's like you right. It's like really is it. Uh, is it causing you that much grief? You know, yeah. do you need to go take something for that? Do you, <laughs> do you, what, do you, do you need some what? Umbrella or some Victarvi or Sky Rizzy or Jardians or Balance for Nature, whatever it is you whatever need. Is. Go ahead and take that because this kid is out here doing his thing, enjoying it. You can even look at his interactions with his camp and with his father and, and just. He's out there having a good time and doing well. So let, let's stop with all this hate, you know? Exactly. Exactly. I tell you who ain't paying attention to it, though, and that's Ben Shelton. <laughs> right. Man's like, talk all you want. I am I am ascending, and I'm not going to worry about you. I'm not going to let you let you slow me down. Ain't, what's mm-hmm. that? Say? Ain't nothing going to slow me. Ain't nothing going to break my stride. Yeah. Right. Don't slow yep. me down. Oh, no, I got to keep on moving. That is what no. Ben is doing. Ben is moving, bro. Go chase the surf. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You need something to do. <laughs> Go take some serve. Exactly. I don't mean to make it ugly. So, no. <laughs> but you speaking truth, and that's what that's what's up. And so, you know, Ben gets in there, does his does damage, gets him a first title on the ATP of 500. So he didn't skip the 250. He like forget that 250 mess. I'm going after me a 500. And, right. and lock that down. Right. Kudos to Ben Shelton, man. Awesome. Awesome, awesome. Now, let's, like uh, soul to soul, let's keep it moving. Keep it moving. Now, <laughs> our other guy. Yes. Yes. That we love. Coming fresh off the heat from Labor Cup. Yes. Right? Come on. People trying to clown him. Labor Cup. Kyle Monfils. Title in Stockholm. Title. 37. Second title there. 12 years apart. Mm-hmm. Had his mama there. Had his other mama there. He had... <laughs> hey, mama there. <laughs> <laughs> right. He just... 
he had, I mean, and had fun doing it and had some really good wins this week to show that he's still there. You got to deal with Guy on Murphy. Bryce, I, I tell you this, Bryce. I, you know, we are, of course, ridiculous fans of Guy on Murphy. Right, and right. I was loving every ounce of that tournament. I believe, and this mm-hmm. is just, I, you know, I don't feel as though I'm being overly, you know, um, whatever the term is. But if Guy Mofis can continue to play mm-hmm. at that level, I honestly believe that he has an opportunity to get back in the top 15. I really honestly believe. Mm-hmm. I, I, I really do. Now, top 10 will be tight. But oh, I yeah, believe yeah. that he could get top 15. I really think that he could be one of the top 16 seeds at one of the 2024 Grand Slams if he continues to ascend and play the focused level of tennis that he knows he can play. Again, that level of tennis where he was pre-pandemic when he almost mm-hmm. beat Djokovic. Right. Mofis is, is still legit, bro. He is still a factor. He is still something to deal with. I am absolutely impressed by the fact that, again, he got up in there and just was like, you know, I'm, I'm about to take this tournament and did it. Right. And I tell you what, you may, you may still have people out there debating, like, who's the GOAT, Djokovic, Federer, you know, Nadal. But like Paul Anacone said today on Tennis Channel, there is no debate. Gael Monfils is the GOAT in terms of the best tennis athlete of all time. Absolutely. And they... And the fact that he's still doing things at the age of 37 that he was doing from back in the day, he's just a freak of nature. And then when, so when you take that skill set and you put it into his tennis mm-hmm. discipline, yep, he's somebody you can't take lightly at all. And I think Monfils, after that Labor Cup yeah. incident, I think he was like, okay, I'm about to show y'all. Yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all want me to be serious? Y'all, yeah. y- y'all want to see what I can really do? I'm gonna bring this for you. And I think you know what? It's gonna be what's gonna be a fun watch for me mm-hmm. in 2024 is Fetalina and Monfi. Yes. yes, because you know how you've always talked about what is it? Uh, you know, Sakri and Cece Paz. You know, their results kind of push each other. But let's yep. bring that in even closer, right into the same household. Absolutely. I have a feeling that that is actually happening now. I agree. and Monfils. Mm-hmm. Absolutely agree with that, Bryce. I mean, Svitolina was there. She was there cheering him on. And to me, again, we've always said that about their personalities. It's like she was like super, super serious and 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 kind of maybe lacked that weaponry, whereas Gael has all the shots but lacked the focus. And I think right. each of them has been giving each other a piece of that missing puzzle. And you're seeing it now in their tennis because Svitolina came out. She's now got a weapon on that forehand side. Mm -hmm. Gael Gael's a bit more focused. He's he's really focusing in on how he needs to play in order to win. And they're Mm -hmm. just vibing off of one another, man. I, I just, I loved the fact that she was there because to me, that was the main driver. Every time he looked over in that box, he's like, that's my example. That's what it means to be serious and be focused that right there so i need to do that and and he he did bro he did there was no reason why he should not have won this tournament it was oh absolutely Uh, but can i say one thing though yeah that dude he played in the final uh, look now if he can hit like that consistently 
he will be top 15 too because I, that dude i mean i don't know too many people that, that hit a bigger ball than him i would agree on, on he, both wings on both wings he's got shot and and was relative and was very very consistent i think at the end the fatigue of it all because yeah. Gael's chasing everything down i think that's what kind of got him so mm -hmm. i think if his fitness continues to improve yeah, you, we we will see a lot from that kid because he he was bludgeoning that ball. I was like, holy moly! Yeah, remember his name? Uh, that that felt very. You know whose shots it reminded me of? Who's that? Uh, not the way he hit them, but the way they came off his racket and and hit across the court. Saffin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it, it it they were very heavy. This big like heavy that. ball. Yeah, just yeah. Just, just shooting off the racket. Yep. And, and he had a number of upsets that week. So I think, uh, you know, if he had played someone who didn't have the skill set of Monfils, he may have won that tournament. I most definitely agree with that. And, and let's not forget, he had Monfils on, on the ropes in that. He did. So mm -hmm. it was Monfils that took that focus of Monfils to be able to really get himself out of that match because it wasn't a blow away by any means. Right. 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 No, that was great. So, Monfils, Fees, mm -hmm. and uh, Blake. I mean, yeah. Ben. I always want to call him Blake Shelton. Like, I'm yeah, like, Blake. <laughs> like you're on the you voice. know, Ben, Ben <laughs> Shelton. Y'all, this is real time. Um, <laughs> so those were our three guys, right? Yes. So our our Nubian princess or queen mm -hmm. was uh, Piolini. Yes. Who was in the finals against Elise Mertens? Elise Mertens, that's right. That's right. And, and Elise was like, we're going to stop all this black stuff. <laughs> She's like, I, excited. I can appreciate that. <laughs> but guess what? <laughs> it ends today, sis. <laughs> it ends today. <laughs> <laughs> like, girl, you look hungry. I appreciate that you came out the gate swinging, but you know what? <laughs> you look hungry now, so let's go on ahead and beat that appetite. That was, yeah. So, shout out to Paulina because she was the top seed, wasn't she? I think. Uh, yes, yeah, she was. She was. But I mean yeah. that that. But again, because I don't want folks to 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 be thinking wrong. Y'all have to remember though. At least Mertens has has been in the top ten, so it's yes. like she's been dealing with injuries and all this other mm -hmm. stuff, getting her game back. So don't yeah, don't be putting no shade on Paulini just because she got drove. At least Mertens <laughs> is an elite player, <laughs> right? Exactly, exactly. Um, but you know what? I'm gonna tell you what. If people haven't been paying attention over the last twelve months. Lenny's been getting some pretty consistent results. Exactly. And for and whenever she plays a player that can kind of go up and down, she's a dangerous player for them because she gets a lot of balls back. Yeah. Uh, and she puts some interest on some of those balls too. So she's yeah. had a great last year as well. Agree, man. She she should definitely be happy about her 2023 and what she can expect from herself in 2024. She's played some good tennis, really good tennis. And you're in like how you say sometimes like people like pocket size. I remember when we saw her when she was standing next to me at the City Taste of Tennis event in New York. And I just felt like I could just pick her up and put it in my pocket <laughs> exactly. you know, and, just, and just roll, you know. 
So she's a little thing, you know, but, you know, she gets out there and gets after it, right? She gets after it, though, man. She hits a, a, a really good ball again, very <laughs> consistent, um, very passionate. I, I, I love Paulina. She is just a really, really great mm. competitor and great person. I, I really yeah. am hoping good things for her um, definitely going into the 2024 season. That's for sure. Right. Yeah. Now, kind of outside of the culture, we had <laughs> we yes. had one of, we had one of our crazy favorites, uh, Cine Octava or Cine Kova, yes, however you, yeah, however you pronounce it. Yep. Uh, you know, look, she not too long ago came back off of injury, Correct. Uh, and she's been showing she's pretty much back. Yeah, she took yeah. the title. Like I said, she's someone that, again, I feel like she actually has a relatively good singles game. Um, mm -hmm. I feel as though she's kind of underachieved at this point, but it's nice to see that she's, you know, showing that, hey, I'm not just a double specialist. I can't get it done on the singles court right. as well. So it was good to see. Real good to see. Sorry for Bushkova. She was crying in the final because she just, Aww. yeah, because she knew she, that was hers. She had, uh, in fact, a couple of <laughs> match points. Um, I mm. think Yakova had her leg had was taped, so she was actually not a hundred percent. And Buskova, mm. like th this was her tournament, and she just unfortunately let those opportunities go. And yeah, when you she could she couldn't even get to the handshake without the tears flowing. So I, felt I feel like we saw that before with her. Wasn't it at the U.S. Open or something? Or it was yeah, some she tournament. She did at some tournament recently where she like. I don't know, hurt her leg or ab or something, and oh, okay. she was on the limp, you know, for the rest of the tournament. I mean, for the rest of that match. The rest of that match, yeah. Well, I mean, like I said, on this one, this one was definitely legit because she had mm. opportunity. I actually watched parts of that match, and I saw the match points she had. She she had that match, and again, she just let the – she let those nerves get to her mm -hmm. mentally just could not get it over the finish line. So Yaka was like, okay, you don't keep me around here. I'm, I'm, I'm going to get you. And right. Right. What happened. She got it. Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah, so she couldn't even enjoy the whole, uh, uh, um, the, um, what you call it? The, um, uh, the, trophy the, celebration, the trophy, trophy ceremony, yeah, because old girl was just she could she was just kind of like she every time she tried wow. to speak, tears was flying. <laughs> I mean, wow. I don't even know thing. She just she was really distraught by that loss. And Sinyakova, I guess they were friends because I think they hugged, and so she didn't want to, wow. of course, rub it in. So you know, she was trying to be respectful of her feelings, right? But also, she's like, hell, I just won a tournament, so I'm I want to be, mm -hmm. happy. but yeah, right. Like, just she, she you could tell that one that one's gonna sit with her for a long time oh wow well fortunately it's the end of the the year so exactly you know. hey exactly go 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 your off season work that out and right and 24 bring bring you some new elements right she ain't gotta worry about being at the year in championship for nothing, so. <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> she can go ahead and start working that out right exactly that, that's <laughs> not a concern of hers at all <laughs> <laughs> she she not watching and see how other people do this week, is she? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that is all but the truth. That's what that is. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, my head, yeah. My head is hurt. But but you know what? That that makes me think of another situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Taylor Fritz, who ended up losing to somebody named after a piece of sushi, ended up <laughs> 
you know, basically kicking his own self out of the year-end championship, you know, and I know he looking this yep. week for yep. somebody to try to cook him up, but yeah. if he doesn't make it up there, we will not have an American at the year-end championship. Not like yeah. we're used yeah. to it recently, but. Oh, it, it true. I, I I still think about though that run that Jack Sock made. So I always think about Paris as being the ultimate. Because if Taylor mm. was to show up and show out at the Paris, he'd still make the spot. Because again, that's mm. a thousand points is just sitting there waiting for anybody. And you know the top mm. people that have already made it. They you know they just like whatever. We we're not trying to worry about this Paris. We we gonna mm. get ourselves ready for the year in the championship. So he he will have an opportunity. To me, it's like who decides they're gonna show out at Paris. It's to me is the one that will end up getting that eighth spot because Runa is there, but you know, he's mm. been having some issues and and you still got another four or five of them that are in contention along with Taylor. So it ain't just right. like the only one. He could get leapfrogged real quick. I, well, I think somebody was Prakash, I think, or or um what's the coach's name? Um, um uh the coach. Coach of Taylor. Uh, oh, uh, oh, um, uh, Michael Russell. No, uh, the the spiritual coach. Spiritual. Uh, coach? Uh, the commentator. Uh, Paul Anacom. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that guy. <laughs> Y'all. <laughs> y'all that ain't 50 yet, this is what y'all got to look forward to. This is what you uh, got to look forward to. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he one of them, either he or Prakash was saying that they were feeling like there was gonna be some leapfrogging going on. Mm-hmm. Potentially. Yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah. Quietly, like I said, getting back to Ben Show. Ben Show might end up being the number one American going into 2024. Well, uh, but you know what? It would be well deserved. It absolutely. Absolutely. It would be yeah. well deserved. I think he's on one. And I think that, again, we just talked about Paris. If Ben has the right draw, Ben very easily could run through there and win Paris. He And he would leapfrog every single one of the Americans in the process. And let me tell you what's going to happen in this offseason. He's going to leapfrog all these other Americans in endorsements, too. Because he are, okay, he's already sported Roger Federer's brand, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And because he has a personality versus – the other Americans. I mean, Tiapo has a personality, Tiapo has personality but, but you know, but you know, uh, you've got Ben, you know, he for team light skin, he got the bit, he got the big personality, he got the fetter in the camp, he's got the big old smile, he got the whole hang up phone thing. Look, there are people waiting to talk to him after his last match this year. You're right, and, you're right. And so, just get ready when you're watching commercials next year on the mm-hmm. tennis channel. You're going to see a whole lot of Coco Golf yep. and a whole lot of Ben Shelton. That's and I don't right. have a problem with that. I, I, I do not have a problem with that at all. Give it, give those two to me all day, every day, twice on Sunday. I will take it. Because who else you putting up there? No, nobody else. Nobody. Yeah, those are going to be those. Like I, said, I think Tiafo will, will still try to kind of make some inroads, um, and hopefully so. Um, but yeah, as far as I think with, with Taylor and with Tommy, they're, they're pretty low key anyway. Mm -hmm. So I don't think that you're going to see a lot of endorsement stuff coming from them. Um, and even with quarter again, you know, yeah, he's moving up, but as far as just brand, a brand, brand ambassador, I don't know that I would see really, really major outlets going after a quarter, at least not yet. 
Who want to go buy something because they saw Corder at it? <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm just, I'm just being real. You know, like, oh, I saw Peter Corder rocking this headband. You know, <laughs> that's who I want to be like. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Again, we we are only speaking for the culture. <laughs> we do not know there 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 is other. So we just gonna leave that right there. We're gonna drop that nugget and leave that right there. <laughs> oh boy, I should have put the air down lower in here because I was getting high. <laughs> I love it, Bryce. But you speak because you speaking right. You speaking. You speaking truth. Oh my goodness. So. So, yes. hey, so what else? Is there anything else um, you want to talk about no, this week? Just, a, I think, a quick shout out, of course, to uh, Hubert Hercotch, who ended up mm -hmm. taking the Shanghai title, Master Series 1000, uh, a couple weeks back. We didn't have a show, so we didn't uh, really celebrate that. But kudos to Hubie, man. He he got up in there and really, really played some good tennis. I mean, he battled against Andre Rublev, and mm -hmm. it was just back and forth, back and forth. Um, it, it was a great match. It was a great match and a great tournament for both of those guys. And mm -hmm. I, I am fans of both of theirs. I like Andre Rublev. I just, mm -hmm. I'm gonna have to tell you what though, Bryce. I, Andre Rublev's got stopped with all this uh, hitting his leg with the racket because I'm getting concerned. Yeah. He just, he just, you know, how do you get the people that you know just be always trying to hurt themselves? I put him mm -hmm. in that boat because I'm just like, y'all need to keep them knives away from him, like, like you know, like Britney <laughs> Spears, just keep him away. He's gonna be like a Felnikov. Make me nervous. Yeah. Busting, no, no, that wasn't control. That was the other dude. Uh, oh, that was um, a beautiful yeah. one-headed backhand. Um, yes. What is his name? I can see him. He's oh, I can see the salute. Oh my gosh! I'm telling you, fifty. This does it to you. <laughs> but y'all know who we're talking about. Y'all know who we're talking about. Yeah, who him. bust himself in the mouth and the head with the uh, racket? Um, That's he was Russian. His name? Yeah, he was Russian. Um, uh, I can see him as clear as day, but I can't say his name did it begin with an m no it, no no i don't know anyway, nah. anyway well. beautiful one-handed backhand love yes. that backhand yes um, yes so so yeah so shout out to um to those guys for winning that 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 thousand um you know oh, and also shout out to coach uh craig borton because oh yeah he does, i don't think he he is so low-key that he doesn't get, a, you know, he doesn't. He's not in the spotlight. He'll be trying to get a whole lot of credit, but I think he is a critical force in that camp for mm -hmm. QB. I uh, and he keeps things very calm, very about business. Yeah. Shout out to you, Craig. We need to get you on the show to come out here and talk to us for a minute. That's the truth, yeah. Because Craig got history. Craig, Craig, OG. Craig got a lot of history, yeah. Yeah, Craig OG in, in the in the in on the tour. So it'd be great to get some get some nuggets from wisdom from him. So yeah, have to work on that. Yeah. So those of y'all that know Craig Boyden, tell him to holler at us. <laughs> exactly. Come on. Holler at your boys. Holler at your boys. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But, but yeah, anything else? Oh gosh, I'm trying to think. Um, Jess Pagula won that title a few weeks back. Did we ever talk about that? No, we didn't. Yeah, just so. you know, she she got over the hump, so that was good to see. Um, mm -hmm. you know, it was 250, but still got to start somewhere. So I yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I like the fact that she did it before, you know, the WCA championship. So she hopefully mm -hmm. goes into that with that winning feeling and can, mm -hmm. can and and can you know can use that to produce some wins at the at, at the championships but that one will be interesting and i think that actually starts what next week bryce it's so weird. yeah it's, it's next week yeah, yeah. yeah. Halloween week. 
week of Halloween. I'm gonna be yeah. sitting there watching Snickers and uh, three musketeer bars and baby Ruth in the house. Because <laughs> right? I'm gonna get my candy on that. Is that is just know this, but y'all know this. <laughs> oh man. Well, I think yeah. what we'll do is we'll wrap it up and we'll get ready to jump over to our IG live uh, and talk to our very fun yet crazy uh, BOT fan out yes. there. Uh, I'm sure they're excited to talk about how this weekend went down. But uh, hey, keep following us. You know, we're here through the end of the year. We're going to follow these results through the year end championships and, um, you know, wrap this 2023 tennis season up. So. On behalf of the podcast, this has been your boy Bryce. And this is your boy Isaac. And we are Brothers on Tennis. Everyone be well.